Yo, welcome to episode 6 of the Have It Elf podcast. Um, it should be a good one this week. I'm here with Mike, as always. Yeah, oh, what's happened there to my voice? Yes! <laughs> I'm here with Tom. You alright guys, how are we going? Yeah, all good. And we're here with our special guest, Big Andy, aka Jemmy Tunes. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Exciting to have you on. Very exciting to have you on. Um, if you guys didn't know... Um, well, I don't know how you would. It's actually Mike's brother. Um, but you know, first of all, just 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 tell us a little bit about your. Actually, now before before we do that, this, this is a friendly podcast. How's everyone's week been? Um, uh, I'll, I'll I'll kick this off because you know I love to kick things off. So yeah. I uh, got into a point last week where I had a whole like a liter bottle of gin in the space of about six beer pong games. So. I had to be carried up my stairs and I lost a key and like it all just went a bit wrong really. But it's alright, I found a you called me when you when you <laughs> drunkenly called me for brotherly advice. <laughs> it might have been him oh I don't think it was actually. That was a different one. That was the night that we were on Zoom Jesus. and I was like I was like, Andrew, get on Zoom, get on Zoom. And oh like, yeah, no, I remember no. that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was my week. That's funny, man. What are you Tom? <laughs> yeah, blessed man. It's been blessed, just you know. Trying to keep quiet out of the news, uh, be a good boy, um, but you know, that ain't really working. But nah, man, just uni's been uni's been a little bit hectic and stuff. But you know, we're we're moving, we're strolling, we all Gucci. Love that, man. I love that. Jemmy, what about you? There's not there's not much that's really been going on in the in the in the glorious lands of Tower Hamlets, London. Um, <laughs> but it's it's mainly been uh, I've binge watched I've binge watched quite a bit of Fargo. Um, I've recorded. Like, I've done. I've done a couple mixes for some for some stuff here and there. Um, like something went up today. Um, a little little thing on the lovely boys over at Rinse FM. But apart from that, yeah, not not much has really gone on. I've made myself a lot of noodles, and that's about it. Bang. We love to hear that. We love to hear that. Um, yeah, me personally, I haven't been doing too much. I've just mainly been working. Um, I've cu- I've started cooking a few like little nice things. Yesterday, I made Ooh. like a nice little. Um, nothing crazy, just some vegetables, some sweet potatoes, some chicken. Made it look nice, um, so I was pretty proud of that. Oh, oh, to be fair, I did learn how to make a banging Alfredo. With yeah, like, that's, oh. that's my name. <laughs> no. It's named after you as Nalf. Yeah, man. It used to just. It, it was originally called the uh, the chicken, the pasta, the pasta Greco, but you know, it is what it is. Um, well, enough, enough, enough waffle for now. I oh, know you could never have too much, but. Jemmy, do you want to just sort of tell us about what are you doing, who you are? Because I'm sure the listeners are itching, itching to hear. I'm sure that I'm sure they are, Alf. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, make I make music under the name Jemmy. Um, I'm mainly I'm I'm mainly into me my club music and my DJing, um, and I'm trying to I'm trying to help bring the the vibes of uh, the UK of UK garage and like the whole '90s scene. Uh, back, and that's yeah. That's basically what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah, man, that's that's sick. And you're a big deal, by the way. Um, I just want to let you know if you don't. Wow. Know. <laughs> no, no, you are, you are, you are. Because first of all, your numbers speak for yourself. And I was also speaking to a great friend of the podcast, uh, uh, Wack Franklin, aka MC Wanko, and he was. I, I told him, I told him you were coming on the podcast, and he was like, "What? He's massive in the UKG scene." UKG seen and he was and he's a he's a weirdo so he's into all of that shit so um yeah man it's not just alienate the whole people who are listening to you that's not good um nah but 
you're, you're doing really well. It's really cool to see, especially as Mike's brother, who's just you know a legend in his own right. Yeah, yeah, well, that's 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 so the you, mission. Just trying to trying to get bloody UK garage to the to the heights that DMB currently is at. Yeah, time, but trying to get out of my shadow is the key thing you're trying to do. More <laughs> yeah, than that's true. I can't compete with uh, Mike from Have a Day Off podcast. <laughs> it's pretty impossible, to be fair. I mean, not a lot yeah. of people can. <laughs> I mean, when you compare the, the female demographic compared to your music, Jimmy, I don't want to listen. I don't want to send send cheap shots, but it's, it's not a comparison. Anyway, enough, enough, enough for that. Um, <laughs> taking shots at you. How did you sort of get into music from a young age? Is it always something you've been passionate about, or is it just something that develops like over time? Um, I've really always sort of been someone who's quite creative. Um, like when I was when I was younger, younger, um, I wanted to like do like filmmaking and stuff like that. And like I, I made a YouTube channel when I was like nine or something, um, and I put stuff on there. Like I don't everything that I do is towards like it's very like just creative. I don't really game much or anything. Like I'll play a bit of Minecraft here and there. But I'm always just doing something. Um, but yeah, when I was about 12, essentially, um, I started. I started figuring out all this fucking electronic music stuff. Um, and I started off actually when I was like 12, making a making like dubstep and whatnot. But just over the years, it slowly just shifted into into the whole stuff that's that is now. So it's been like nine years or something. Class, man. Class. Bangers. And I just say I've heard all years of this music, all nine years of this music. I just constantly hear in my ears. That is true. Just that hearing it from the other room. Yeah. Just oh. the top four of our house is a is a shout. It's not a shambles, but there you've got me shouting and obviously Andrew's just <laughs> blaring music. That is, that is brilliant though, because if you I don't know I don't know if you guys know this, but if any time that uh, Michael would go a bit too far with what he was shouting at people when he was playing, like I don't know. COD or Halo or something back in the day um, if he went a bit too far you'd then get an automatic response from our dad just going Michael <laughs> <laughs> and just hearing that was oh it's brilliant absolutely amazing yeah uh, obviously nothing too bad but you know it was more just you know swear words that I wasn't allowed to say at a younger age do you remember yeah. the one time that you um you locked yourself in your room took the parental um like codes off of um, the Xbox 360 and played Gears of War. I did. Like I remember that. Ten minutes, and then Dad figured out what you were doing so quickly and ran in and just shouted at you so much. Yeah, he just took my Xbox for like a. Oh no, I don't think. I, I think he did take my Xbox for like a week after that. That, for that ten minutes so of Gears of War is all worth. It's it. definitely worth it, mate. It I don't know what you were thinking. Game. Like, yes, I'm going to lock myself in my room. That doesn't look suspicious at all. What a great heist that was. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> See, I've got all the stories, you know, I've got all the stories. I'm so excited to hear them, honestly, it's because not- we've got some, we got some, we got some serious things we want to know about you and we want to, we want to tell the listeners about you, but there's also good, inevitably going to be some, some more fun stuff. Um, yeah, there's one thing I do want to bring up whilst we're, sorry, whilst we're talking about games and stuff. I remember, right, FIFA 07. You'll remember this. Oh, just FIFA 07, well what game? Um, we used to play each other on it, you know, and because I was obviously a lot better than Andrew because he's tosh at every video game he plays, like, right. absolutely no talk. But, um, yeah, I remember I'd go, like, one nil up against him. I'd give him the good controller and, like, I'd be sat there using this proper scuffed one and he'd just go to hoy it at me and I would just sat there like, whoa! Little, little six-year-old I, I think I broke the controller once, didn't I? Like, throwing it at your head. Yeah, you did. You know, it was, yeah. it was great fun. We had a great time. <laughs> I'm still I'm still unimaginably shit at FIFA as well. I still use the same tactics that seven-year-old Andy would. 
What, just if you start losing who you control her about and hope for the best? Yeah. Well, I did literally just run at whoever's got the ball with every person that I can get. Sounds like that was a Frank Lampard tactic, actually, so fair enough. <laughs> it sort of was, in a way. Now <laughs> oh, uh. <laughs> we know where he's got his inspiration from. He was watching you play FIFA with a seven-year-old. In it, he was like, hold um, on a second, this kid's onto something. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um... Tom, have you got any questions for uh, for Jemmy in terms of music and uh, you know everything? That I do, I do. Like in terms of kind of the industry, obviously, you know, it's very up and coming. You know, and yeah. like you said in your intro, you know, you're trying to separate it from um, from D and B and stuff like that. You know, you're trying to do your thing, but like obviously, you doing it by yourself that takes a lot of like you know, like dedication. That takes a lot of grit. That takes a lot of hard work just from your own back. Like, how have you managed to do that through COVID and stuff? How has that worked? It's been quite interesting because I was thinking about this because obviously we've seen now that um, they're saying that uh, clubs and stuff can open from the 21st. Like, basically, mm -hmm. normal life will resume on the 21st. And I was thinking about this the other day. Like, before March of 2020, like, I'd done one little show. I'd done a couple of things here and there. Um, and it's... The main thing that's really helped me out has been just, like, the contacts that I've made and, like, the mates and stuff that I've kind of, like made over time like especially the two guys i'd have to shout out the absolute most um are the boys salute and conductor um because that's literally all all the stuff that i've done now is really just down to them like basically shouting me out um and obviously like we we had like the kiwi cup and obviously doing stuff with kiwi records now as well it's just because the scene the scene was already there and up up and coming and so i've just nicely slotted into it and so i've helped expand it even more so it's lovely because there's a big community all around it now um and obviously yeah guys like uh guys like conductor have really uh really helped me on my little journey especially with stuff like the kiwi cup and whatnot no it does it does sound like you know the kind of community around it is very tight-knitted is that, is that the right word i think yeah i think so yeah i think you know it, it does it does seem that way 100 percent. but tell us mm. tell us a little bit more about like you know uh, about Kiwi Records, Kiwi Cup Conductor. Tell us a little bit more about that. Um, so I, I got into this. I was actually at a warehouse project in Manchester. I think we were seeing, I think it was Muramasa, possibly. Yeah, I think it was Muramasa. Um, so I was there. I was there with my uh, with my good friend and housemate Will, um, and we had essentially gone there. Um, yeah, because he. <laughs> He's like he's sort of like acquaintances with uh, with Muramasa, so we kind of went there, and so we were able to chat to him. But then also, um, we've been to a couple of things before where he's been there, and through that stuff, because um, Muramasa's mates with uh, this, yeah, Salute, who's absolutely brilliant. I've been listening to him for a while. Um, he makes kind of like very like similar music to what I make, um, and so I listened, I listened to a lot of his stuff, and then I met him when we went to like i think it was like a album launch party or something like that like a couple of years ago um but yeah so he found my music through that um we were kind of like talking he was like he was rating stuff that i was doing um and so yeah we were chatting because he he was also at this warehouse project we were at and um he was just saying like oh yo i like i know conductor and the kiwi records a lot because i kind of i've been a big fan of those guys for a while as well um, and he just said, "Yeah, I can send. I can send. Like, just I can literally just shoot um, conductor a link um, to your stuff, uh, and like, like who knows? Because they're they're looking for new things. And I mean, I guess just I guess conductor just rated what I was doing. Because um, I mean, the rest of that's basically been history now. Because he played like he started like playing a few things. Um, he asked, he was asking me like um, whether I wanted to like 
joined the whole uh, Kiwi family stuff and obviously like doing stuff with him um like doing doing that um doing that show that uh that zoom call show and stuff with like yeah him salute um like yemi uh, guy Sharda, who's also um in kiwi like sammy virgie those guys and it's just he's basically just helped me branch out and especially the kiwi cup as well like winning that just exposed me to so many more new people um kiwi so it's, yeah it's, it's, it's been brilliant really um all the stuff that's kind of been helped out with those guys yeah i remember i think michael's about to touch on it but i remember the kiwi cup i think that was, i believe that was during lockdown the first lockdown. yeah so, like April. yeah 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 it was about that yeah uh, um yeah i remember we, we we all we all voted for you and uh now it was, it was limbs when you won i remember you had the little champagne in the back, yeah. in the back garden uh, I, I recognize the back garden because i've seen mike you know absolutely sling american football back in there and oh, yeah, yeah you, you were having a great time and it was, was brilliant not... it was brilliant as well the final of that because um it was me versus absolute legend prozac he's he's brilliant um but we we'd framed it all around um because i'm a chelsea fan and he's a united fan oh. um so we were we were framing it around like a rematch of the 2008 um champions league final <laughs> like all the all the stuff we were doing around it like we were both wearing like i was like wearing my 2008 chelsea shirt and he was wearing like um, one of his old um like united shirts that was quite a funny little thing around it as well yeah i remember about Man. half an hour before you won we were all there was all of us in the kitchen because we, we were gonna have spag i remember this because like you, yeah. you, you and Dad were just like going at it about something. I don't know what it was, but I think it was about you wanting to go to Tesco to buy some champagne, and he was like, "It's not over yet. Don't, you can't celebrate." Until yeah, no, over. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Then we're all sat down eating, and he's just like, "Yep, yeah, okay, you've won. We go to Tesco's after or something." And then you went. Really, they bought. They bought that. Well, I think it was sparkling water in the end because um, you know, not, not, not. We're not bougie, bougie. No, um, we, we don't have. But I think they, sparkling they, water is pretty bougie. Oh, I don't know. That's sparkling water is hella bougie. Yeah. yeah I think, well, I mean, always. Well, I mean, you know, but I mean, they they offer the the lovely, uh, mum and dad lovely uh, offered to pay for it. So I mean, oh. I'm not I'm not complaining. I mean, it was wasted in about five seconds because it was sprayed all over the garden, but still. As for you, am I right, man? Lovely. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he loves a beer. Uh, yeah, loves it, loves it, loves it. Um, yeah, I mean, one thing I would ask is, um, how has your sort of uh, music sort of evolved over the years? Because I know, um, I don't know if the listeners will know about Stereo Cube, your previous, uh, am I right? Possibly. I think there are, there are a few people that have uh, migrated over. Yeah, well, I mean, there's quite, well, there's quite a lot of people who listen to the original one. You actually had um, a million listens on a couple of... Um, tracks on stereo cube and yeah, that's, that was hilarious yeah no it was um it's quite it's quite funny looking back at that now because it's just it's just spotify playlists just doing massive favors <laughs> um but oh yeah so i i kind of i think there's three stages of my um i guess of my kind of uh like career i guess you'd call it um you have you have the dubstep phase the weird experimental phase and then like the club music and garage phase now um so obviously when i was 12 i was listening to a lot of shout ukf ukf dubstep ukf drum and bass um listening to a lot of that when drum i was and like bass 10. when you were 10 wait what drum yeah. and bass when you were 10 you, you i knew about a... drum and bass before i knew about dubstep you you're a raven ed when you since you were 10 years old <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> 
I the first time I'd I'd heard of like dubstep or anything like that, I think it was it was Magnetic Man, I Need Air and it was playing on like Radio One at like eleven PM or something. And I was like, Yo, what is this? Um but after that after that, yeah, just finding out about um yeah, dubstep and whatnot. Tried to make it, obviously it was shit because I was twelve. Uh but then yeah, just developed a bit more. I found out about people um that were doing other stuff. There was a massive SoundCloud community as well, like in like 2015, 2016, that I kind of was a part of, and that's when I switched over to kind of like more like experimental, weird um, music, um, like kind of like almost like experimental, like hip hop stuff, um, like that kind of just odd music. And I basically, it was quite funny because then I think like when was it? Middle of 2019, I essentially just dropped it all and I went, you know what, I can't be arsed with this anymore. I'm so burnt out just trying to make this fucking weird music. I just want to make, like, club music and, like, house and garage and stuff. And, was, and since then, I've just been making house and garage. <laughs> so, it's been quite nice. It's been quite a nice little trajectory. I mean, sorry to interrupt, but you're, you're, you're saying, oh, yeah, I've just got to get tired of it. That can't have been an easy decision to make, because you were getting... On certain songs, I believe the the track Donuts, um, you got yeah. one point two million listens, and you were just, and you still just said, you know what, let's scrap this. I want to do something else. That's yeah, I would... oh yeah, sorry, go on. No, I'm just saying, and that's like really interesting because it shows like you do it because you love making music rather than you, you're just trying to get the most amount of people to you possible. Obviously, there's always going to yeah. be an element of that, but like, it's, I think it's quite cool to see. No, exactly. I think it comes down to as well, I'm someone that I'm very much, when I make something, I need to show someone, like, immediately. Like, yeah. I'm very I'm very bad at, like, if I've got, like, a really, if I've got a secret that I need to keep or something, like, to do with, like, maybe a bit of music and whatnot, like, I cannot, for the life <laughs> of me, do it. Like, I just need to, like, tell someone, like, as soon as, I, like, anything goes down. Um, but that sort of, I think, just, so from what I've been doing essentially it got to a point with Cube where I had I'd kind of I'd burn myself out a lot because I was trying to make a big album um, and I was trying to be like yes I'm going to do this I'm going to do this and I just stopped putting stuff out because I got so caught up like I think I spent a year to make this album and like the the little things it was never it never got finished because I just it just got so hard and I got so stressed out that I thought why am I doing this to myself like why am I making this music that I mean half of the stuff I don't even rate um, like it got yeah, it got to a point that I was kind of like hating everything that I was making, and so I just thought, why why am I being so hard on myself? Like I need to just be more laid back, um, and kind of just make stuff that I want to listen to and I would vibe with, um, which essentially is just what Jemmy is. It's just it's easy to make, it's fun to make, and it's like really good to listen to. So it just checks all the boxes, and I can still have fun and not really give too much of a shit about it. I think that I think you know that's that's a good thing as well because it just shows that you kind of back what you bring to the table as well and what you can provide yeah. to the community. Like, you know, that's something which you don't really get in a lot of people. Sometimes, you know, some people always just want to do what the people want to hear, but you, yeah. you know, you can back yourself and you have belief in your own ability to kind of do what you want to do whilst enjoying it and making it, you know, something which people do actually want to listen to. Exactly, and I think the the DJ side of that as well was brilliant because I only started learning how to DJ like halfway through or like toward the end of 2018. Um, but that's become such an integral part now. I think of myself as a DJ now before a producer. Um, like you've got 
someone that I really rate what they do is um, I don't know if you guys know this guy um, Clips. He makes like he's been around for ages, but he makes the maddest like jungle and like drum and bass and stuff. Um, but he he's so much of a DJ that he basically he just he DJ's loads of stuff and they're all just unreleased tunes. And then he'll like release a tune like maybe like once every six months or something just to kind of like tease people. And I love the idea of just essentially making it so the experience of listening to like what you're doing is more focused on people actually going into clubs and going to house parties and stuff instead of like putting it on Spotify. Like yeah. the best, like I mean, like boiler rooms um, and like very just kind of like, very intimate shows and stuff is just what I love. Like I love being around people that are also vibing out to the music that I'm playing. Um, and I think making the stuff that I'm making now is just really good with that because I'm I'm making stuff essentially for the clubs so I can go, yo, listen to this, you're going to go wild for this, essentially. Yeah, man. I mean, that's... Um, in a way, it's not great for this current time, but in some ways it is because it's sort of... When you release shit, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to get back into this, and it's just like yeah. it's helping people. So it's sort of a, a blessing and a curse in that aspect. But it's Definitely. really... Like Tom said, I think it's really important to um, if you don't if you're just doing stuff that you think other people like and you don't necessarily like yourself, it's never going to take off. And you can mm. see, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You've got you've had a hundred k listeners. You've been on Radio One. Um, you've been on on Kiss, I believe. Yes. Yeah, and you're you're, you're getting got things played there. And uh, and your dad wasn't impressed with it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is brilliant. The um the WhatsApp. The WhatsApp group chat um, when I was like, oh, just to let you know, um, DJ Q is going to be playing um, um, one of my tunes on a uh, on Kiss, so might might want to tune in. Might be quite cool. Um, and I just I remember then just my dad then be like, ah, oh, just jokingly being like, oh yeah, just let me know when you've got something on Planet Rock. <laughs> he's a big because he's a big um, he's a big Pink Floyd fan and he's a big fan of his psychedelic rock and stuff. So. Not, I don't think UK garage and club music um, is quite quite up his street. Big <laughs> um, Dino, he thoroughly hates we all do music that me and Andrew listen to. Mainly the music that I listen to, but he does. Yeah, he doesn't. Does he not like it? No, he hates it. Not Dean's not a fan of drill. I don't think. Um, <laughs> I, I wonder why. I, honestly, I don't know why. Um, ah uh, man, Mike, is there anything? Um, more like sort of on the music side of things um you wanted to ask jemmy i mean you might already know it but on the music side i'd be i'd be interested i'd be interested to see if you've got any questions actually because we've never we've never really spoken much about music apart from hey i've got played on radio one that's cool nifty (laughs) bro (laughs) i don't have a question this is more of like a thing like there's there is some things that nobody hears right that like obviously i like there are bits that i hear because i'm your brother like, yeah. there's a Zara Larson remix that you did. I don't, I don't know if I can say that or not. I can't. I can, yeah, you can. Yeah. That I heard mm. that and I was like, it was on your, one of your TikToks, I think. And I was like, shit, yeah. I need that whole song. Send me the whole song. <laughs> so now in our WhatsApp like chat between me and Andrew, we've got just this link for this song saved. And it is such a massive banger. I'm so sad. Cool. That, like, uh, can we can, can we expect this to be released? No, it'll have to be a bootleg because I think... Um, <laughs> my manager at one point a couple months ago tried to send it off to um like Zara Larson and MNEK and like their management would be like, Yo, possible remix but apparently like they straight away just went, We're not looking for people to remix this tune. So oh. it's like, right, safe. 
I but, can just be persistent, you know, just keep sending. Yeah. Well, you know, you never know. This is this is what I'm saying. Like, I might just keep it as something that I'll only play in clubs. Like, I love I love the idea of holding people like holding tunes back, so you have to be in a club to to hear it in its full potential. It's massive. Because yeah, yeah this, this that like that's just the kind of music. It's just kind of it needs to be experienced. I guess. Like, I'd love for everything to be experienced, just kind of like in a club scenario. Nah, for sure, man. For sure. I mean, that's. Uh... Yeah, I mean, it, quickly, while people are listening, do you want to plug your sort of socials, TikTok, uh, Spotify, oh, everything? Oh, yes, I can indeed. Uh, it's just Jemmy on Spotify. Everywhere else is at Jemmy Tunes. That's G-E-M-I, and then Tunes, all one word. You would find me on absolutely everything. Uh, everything. Um, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, OnlyFans, do a lot. Um, pop, yeah, OnlyFans especially. That's the, that's the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Tom just just collabed on a, a silhouette challenge. That's a lot going to be a lot of fun to see. You guys stay Ooh, tuned. Shit, <laughs> it's not the first thing he's done either. Sorry, I've just ruined your brand here. Um, no, bro, I, the, the sit, I'm down. I mean, <laughs> for real, for real. You know how many that would be, bro. We we'd be the top, like what, zero point one percent of of sellers on OnlyFans if we did that. God damn. <laughs> Everyone's 0.01% Literally, though. literally no, I don't know what's going on there Everyone say that <laughs> Like bro, not everyone <laughs> could be Oh, it's so Just anyone, just someone starts yesterday And just like, oh yeah, I'm top 0.002% Of the world I'm like, okay, nice oh. one, Barbara um, <laughs> Nice one, Barbara Barbara? Oh my god <laughs> My next door neighbour Go for the podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Nah, oh, yeah. um on a serious note, um, mm-hmm. Andy, when you started obviously working with Conductor, because he's a sort of a big name in like, just like, I think everyone knows Conductor. He's single-handedly spearheading like the UK garage scene, mainly yeah. for the hit song Ladbrook Grove. Well, yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard it. I mean, that's uh, that's something that he, well, he produced that and that's like, yeah, man, that's, that's, a, that's a bit crazy. I mean, that's, that's so I think like, it's... I think it's the highest-selling UK garage song of like all time now, which is yeah. which is beaten out like um you've got like oh. um I don't know if you guys remember like um Flowers by Sunship or anything. Oh yeah, oh, big bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think that was originally the um back in the nineties that was the most the highest-selling one, and it's even overtaken that now. So and that's a classic as well. Yeah, I mean this is what I'm saying. Like you, I mean you guys are you guys are bringing it back in. Our kids are going to be banging this out, and they're going to be banging your. Mate, I hope so. Classics, you know what I mean. I do hope so. That's, that's um, the dream, anyway. Yeah. So, so with conductor, when when you first started working with them or whatever, and start started getting involved with Kira Records and everything, was there an element of being like starstruck or anything? Just like, wow, I'm working with conductor. Um, it was or... kind of mad. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Like I think I went. Um, we went to. I went with a mate to um the last club kiwi night that happened obviously before the whole covid stuff hit um which was i think december 2019 um and that was that was obviously after kind of like he'd heard my stuff and that was that was quite sick and uh one of one of the boys um yemi not jemmy yemi um who's an absolute g um he i think he played my sicko mode remix or something at the thing that was mental to me like hearing hearing one of my own songs like coming out of like a massive like club sound system and there being like hundreds of people there vibing to it um that was an insane feeling but then afterwards as well i think i was i like to try and keep my cool around people that i look up to um i never think that i've properly like fangirled 
like over someone like um or anything like that <laughs> there was to be fair there was a there was a hilarious time um where i i think i ran into i'm alex in shoreditch at <laughs> the time um but i was i was so trying to keep my cool and just kind of like talk to him like a human like oh what are you doing around here like um like and I think it was saying about like some of our podcasts, and I was being like, "Oh yeah, there's some stuff down there." Are you like just trying to chat normally? And I just completely forgot to tell him, um, like, "Oh, I rate your stuff, by the way." So he probably just thinks I'm a random guy that's shouted his name. <laughs> that could be better though. Like, um, I heard a story about someone who saw Marcus Rashford in Tesco. Right, this is a really random segue, but what? and they just oh, said God. to him, "Oh yeah, I hope United win." Um, and like he was just like, "Yeah." I hope <laughs> right, and they, that was it. But that's such a wholesome interaction. I, in yeah, ways, no, it's good. I if. If I if I go up to someone now that maybe doesn't know who I am but I kind of respect them, I, it would literally just be like, "Yo, I rate your stuff, keep it up." Like, I, I think it's it's good not to like absolutely swarm and like really just, like suffocate people with all of this. Like, oh, you're such an inspiration. Like, blah, 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 like yeah, all this sure. stuff. Sure, um, sure. But I mean, no, yeah, yeah, all the time. Oh, obviously, yeah. Big big <laughs> shot, Jemmy tunes. No, um, but yeah, no. Seeing um, but seeing all like the Kiwi guys and stuff like that. Um, like that it was i think i i obviously like i was obviously like keeping my call on whatnot but just kind of meeting a lot of people that i've rated music of for a long time it is kind of like a weird experience when you first kind of chat to them and whatnot but no it's been it's been pretty um pretty nice pretty casual um yeah all the all the all the boys at kiwi uh yeah, yeah. pretty good <laughs> do you know Love what that. i reckon right AJ Tracy, <clears throat> right? I can't speak. AJ Tracy hops back on the garage wave, uh, and you make a little beat for him, and he gets on that. I mean, Mate, nothing but I vibes. Imagine the scenes. Quite... I'd lose my head. The scenes would be quite cool. I would m- be more than down for that, but I mean, just just see what happens, really. Yeah, man. Exactly. Okay, would, it would be cool. I mean, if he's if he's listening in, AJ Tracy, friend of the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, you must. Be. I'm 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 more than down. Hit me up, boy. <laughs> You're a friend of the podcast at the moment, Mr. Mr. Tracy, uh, to use your, your last name. Um, but you could be a great friend of the podcast if you make you make a tune with our boy here. So I mean, the the the, the options on the table. Um, uh, <laughs> I want to talk about some of your some of your work, if if I can. Um, okay. So um, you had a track called Akira, I believe, that actually uh, made Disclosure's playlist. Is that correct? Yeah, it got put like I didn't even realize this until like a month afterwards. But they put it in their like disclosures record bag thing, um, <laughs> like. So apparently they rate my stuff, which is really weird to think because like I mean one of the first CDs I got was their um, album Settle back in the day. Uh, I still bang that album to this day. Like they're such a huge like inspiration and stuff to so many people in the um, like in the scene, especially like the new UK garage stuff. Um, but yeah, that was that was just mental. I remember being I think I was walking back from like getting my hair cut or something and one of my mates rung me up and was just like, Have you fucking seen that they <laughs> this like that you're you're in this playlist? And I was like, what? And he's like, Yeah, go and check this guy's a record bag playlist and I looked and I was like, Oh my god. Um but that was yeah, that was just mental, like getting getting support for people like that is just it's so sick. Yeah, I mean that's class man, that's that's the dream. Um mm. I mean that's yeah that must have been a huge moment. Um, Tom, before we move on to some more fun stuff between I guess probably Mike and Andy because they I'm sure they got some stories. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to ask sort of music wise? No man, I mean 
I, I just think I just think it's proper cool that like you know you you know, you're like so level-headed like you're so humble yeah, like, you you know you're the shit but and we know you're the shit but <laughs> you're so humble about it. like I, I love that like I love that vibe you give off like you're like yeah it's cool like you know I'll work with whoever like if, if they like it they like it if they don't they don't like yeah you know when you see people that you do look up to and people which you know you do enjoy their content as well like you're so mm. nice about it like you're so it's like like Alfie said it's like a wholesome kind of moment you know like that's yeah. that's t- like such a good thing to have well it's because i'd never i'd never want to be that guy that's like oh i can't go to tesco's because i don't want to get recognized like <laughs> well i've been i've been recognized probably exactly twice and that was like at a show where it was like like more likely obviously and it's just such a nice little thing if someone comes up to you and go yo you're jemmy i wrote your stuff it's just such a nice little feeling you yeah. get like i don't i don't i really am trying not to obviously take advantage of kind of like all the stuff that's going on right now but like i still don't see myself as being like like that big but i guess i am because i guess like like when like oh. when talking to like Russell. talking to like one <laughs> talking to like <laughs> my mates and stuff like that like um it's like saying stuff like um he was saying like yeah because you're like if you ask someone that's in the like in the garage scene they'll probably mm. know who you are but then, to, in my head, that's still like I don't know. It doesn't feel like that. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because because I think you're destined for bigger things. So you're sort of like I guess maybe in your I'm not trying to put words in your mouth here, but maybe in your head you're like, well, I'm gonna this this is just the beginning. So you know, even if yeah. you, you don't want to say that from like you're not trying to be cocky, but you, I you guess know. it's just I, f- I feel like I'm just me. I guess that, like, I guess if that makes sense, like, I, I don't know. It's re- it's really odd to think of myself other than just Andy, the kid that I don't know plays Minecraft every now and again. Really good at Redstone. Yeah, absolutely banging at Redstone. Like, yeah, man. I don't know. Super odd. All right, I like that. One... Yeah, man, that's that's class. I mean, I was speaking to to Jack. I know I mentioned it before, but he was he was talking about the UKG scene, and he was saying how it's so like. Everyone's so down to earth and everyone's so nice. Oh um, yeah, I've not I've not met a single asshole like in that scene. Everyone is bloody lovely. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's you. That's that's it. We can we can tell with you with you here. I mean, I, I knew you personally already. We've had we've had interactions before on Twitter and in in, in person about <laughs> Chelsea. I remember we were drunk talking about whether Havertz was going to sign, and now oh, we're yeah. drunk. Do you remember? I think I remember it was like when I came down. Um, I think I came downstairs for a drink or something like that. And you, and you came downstairs and you guys were talking about football. Um, and I remember you just going, "Andy, what do you think of Reese James?" And I was just like, <laughs> "As soon as he's back from injury, Aspi is gone." And you just going, "Yes, lads." <laughs> I remember that. I was back in. That was back at the start of. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a long time very ago. Long time, that was yeah. like beginning of Frank's tenure. Yeah. How how much hope we had. Anyway, to, to to I think this 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 nice way to end the sort of music aspect of things because there's I'm sure there's some stuff you and Mike have got to talk about just from living together and being yeah. you know being absolute legends together. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll go that way for now. Um, I, I guess sort of dream people you'd want to work with in the industry. Um, and I know it's a very stereotypical question. You've probably been asked it a million times on podcasts, not quite as good as this one. But um, you know, what, what, what do you reckon? <laughs> um, I think it's it's really odd because like people that I said I would have absolutely loved to work with, 
it's now kind of becoming more and more of like a reality and whatnot. Like one of one of the guys, for example, that I I, I would have really loved to work with this guy called Tough Culture. Um, he like he makes like absolutely mad like garage and stuff like that. It's got prop like old school like jungly vibes to it. The way he makes his stuff like is insane. Um, but like me, me and him have got like a song on. But I'd always if someone asked me that question, I'd always say him. Um, but I guess like with people, kind of, I'd love to do stuff with. Um, I'd love to do stuff with like uh, what's the, what's the face? Yeah, with like disclosure, um, I think it would be hilarious to get um, fucking slow tide to spit some bars over a Jemmy like beat as well. <laughs> like I don't know why, just in my head that's just fucking hilarious. Or just working with guys like um, like like guys like what you call it like Storms or Skepta or something like that. I feel like that would just be like so sick. Nice. Yeah. No. That sounds. I mean, that's. I mean, I could. I could see all of those things happening. So I mean, mm. that's pretty. That's pretty. Who fun. knows? One day in the future, if I'm lucky enough. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, keep working because you're fucking smashing it, and we're all proud of you. Apart from Mike, who's very jealous. Um, obviously, <laughs> yeah, gotta... yeah. But there's there's no need to say that out loud, is there? <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Sorry, you told me that in confidence. <laughs> Shocking from me. For an apology coming next week. Um, uh, of course, Mike, I'm not jealous. I'm very, I'm very proud of him. He's done very well. Yeah. Oh. I know he's, Cheers, bro. he's never had any form of compliment come out of my mouth towards like him in general. So unless unless you're about like six, like twelve ciders deep oh, or something. Unless I'm gone, yeah. But, yeah. And you're only like three deep today, so uh... Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> um Mike, you you and uh, you and you and Jemmy, you and Andy if if you will. Uh, that's just his name. I don't know why I thought it was. <laughs> um, we've had some Christmas present uh, banter back and forth over the years. I think that's, that's a great idea. story to tell on a podcast. Would you that like to? Good. Yeah, um, that's quite good. I'll let Andrew open up with his uh, first swing that he took. Okay, so this was very much premeditated, um, which was I thought I was. Can I just say quickly so- before anything said in, in these? Th- there's no harm meant by anything that we've done in these. Like <laughs> to, to anyone, we, we're, we're not discriminating or anything. It's just like something that happened between us because, like, yeah, just what happened. It's in just our house. hilarious we're, we're, and stupid. We're, we're accepting of all cultures here, all beliefs, everything. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I had a brilliant. I don't know why I thought of it, but like halfway through the year, basically, I was, it was a good like two months till Christmas. Still, when I thought of this. But I, um, because beforehand, like, our parents would just sort of, like, get us gifts and then, like, package them, like, as if we got it, like, got it for each other. But, like, this year I was like, right, no, I'm buying something. Um, like, and so I decided to, um, have two little items. Um, one of which, (laughs) one of which was, um, a a rape alarm. Um, (laughs) I don't know why, but that was just so funny in my head. Um, and the other one was a t-shirt that i'd got custom made with a picture of michael from what penfest 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 like 2017 will i am shades on um and i just cut his head out and i had an arrow next to it it just just said gay (laughs) (laughs) on it and the reaction of my uh, the reaction of our parents (laughs) When he was unwrapping, my, oh, do you remember? It's like Dad couldn't stop laughing for like yeah. so long. Again, we we just want to we just want to stress that, that that is very funny. We're we're accepting everyone. Yeah, um, oh yeah, no, exactly. There's nothing wrong with anything. 
just a little a little joke between two brothers, and I don't think anyone uh, anyone would uh, you know. Don't I think worry, we're not we're not raging homophobes. Show how, how wholesome you guys are. I mean, Mike wore that. I remember you wore it on a night out. Yes, you wore a jumper over it. Who cares? Mate, yeah. I've what mate, I've worn it. Walk the second night I was at uni, I wore that T-shirt around just that T-shirt. That's class. I mean, that's that's the thing. That's how that's how inclusive and wholesome you know you guys are. So I don't want anyone cancelling you. I won't have it. And obviously, I have yeah, the power yeah. to cancel anyone anyway. So exactly. Man. Yeah, Mike, what 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 have you been doing in return for Randy? So, that swing was about two years ago, and I was I was I don't know. I've been thinking of what to do for a while, and I was one day we were walking through Tesco's together. This was during lockdown, and I was like, "Look, I've got you a Christmas." I did have to give him some warning because I knew how mum and dad would react, like roughly. And I was like, "I don't really think that he'll be he'll react in any way, shape, or form that will help the situation. It might ruin Christmas, sort of thing." Didn't think it was going <laughs> to, but it had the slight potential. So I was just we were walking around Tesco's and he was like, oh, I was like, oh, I've got something for Christmas. And he was like, oh, what is it? And I was like, I can't tell you, but it's a bit risque. So he had a rough idea of what it was going to be. So it gets to Christmas Day, you know, he's got me a world class present, like an unbelievable present that I wear all the time. It's a Southampton away kit from the 2014-15 season, I believe. 2016, actually. 15-16. Yeah, the green one. And I was like, that's unbelievable. He was like, open that so you feel bad. So I gave him my present. What I'd got him was a flashlight, or as it's more commonly known, a pocket pussy. <laughs> so, the, the only oh. redeeming quality now is that means that Michael actually does have, and uh, has registered for a Love Honey account. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do get emails frequently saying, oh, there's deals on Love Honey for this, this, for, this type of... Um, Fleshlight, and I'm just sort of like, leave me alone. I don't want one. Uh, good people at Love, at Love Honey. If you're listening to this, we're happy to be sponsored by you guys. Yeah, I'll even uh, this cheeky get as well. He, he even cheaped out. He didn't get me, get me one of the gourmet ones. He got me the bloody twenty <laughs> gourmet. Sorry, oh. it's not something you eat. Have I, have I mixed up what a fleshlight is? It's not something you eat. Well, I guess. Well, you can right. do, but no. besides the point. Yo. All he does, you refuse, you refuse to splash out seventy quid. What? I spent seventy quid. All you do with it is swing it round your head like you're a helicopter. That is true. It's, it is just hilarious to do that with. Our family Zoom actually... call that year, sorry, was quite interesting because just remember our dad went and grabbed it and stuck it on Andrew's head at one point, like just <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the Zoom call with our grandparents, and we were all just sat there like, oh no, what if somebody realises? She's got a flashlight on her house, but yeah. That was... Yeah, honest, the chaos that ensued at Christmas was just... Oh. It was so weird as well, obviously, because COVID and stuff, it just sort of just changed everything up. So, oh my God, the Zoom call with the grandparents. Oh my God, I don't think I've laughed so much in my life. Like, so we, we, had, um, we had essentially three people on the call, which was our family... Um, then our basically cousins and then um, our grandparents, but they had they were on like an they were on like a tablet, um, and it was just we were trying to be like, could you hear? Could you hear us? Can you hear us? Like everything would be silent, and out of nowhere you just hear our grandma go, hello, <laughs> like and just oh my god, the accidental comedic timing of everything was just oh, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Ah, oh, so funny man. Yeah, that. There's nothing funnier than old people using technology. I mean, yeah, uh, literally. Shout out to my dad for on, on, on Christmas Day on Zoom. He was just zoomed in about like, 10 times into his face and just didn't really oh know how to use it. Big up Tony. What a legend. Tony, great <laughs> friend of the podcast. Doesn't have He's any shins, but... 
Um, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Should we should we get into some football, boys? Because Andy, I'm you're, you're a big football fan. You're a big Chelsea fan, in fact. I am indeed. Yeah, me and um, I'm, me and Andy had a drunken conversation on whether Havertz was going to sign, and now we have a uh, sober conversations about the fact that he's not very good. Um, yes, anyway, yet Alfred. Well, <laughs> you've got more faith than I do in certain people, I believe. Tom, should we start with uh, should we start with your your team? No. Okay, we're not starting with your team. That's a no. Um, <laughs> Man, we fucking stink. Yeah. I mean, no, we played against Man City. Who listen? They're, they're the best. No, no, it is it is City. Like, don't get it twisted. But yeah. I mean, the score was one nil, and you know, you lose when when you kind of assess it. It's like City literally just looked like they didn't even need tactics or anything to beat us. Like. They just literally went, Pep went, yeah, go on, what, you know, what I'm going with you? You want to play today? Yeah, go on then. Like, I think the issue with City is just the fact that they they are literally just, I put this on my Twitter the other day, like, they are just the Lewis Hamilton of the Premier League. Like, yeah, they're right. just, you can't deny that they are incredible, but it's just like, like, if they, it's like if Lewis Hamilton wins his, like, eighth championship, you're just going to look at that and go, okay, cool. No like, one really like, cares yeah, exactly. Like, there's no at least if like I mean, I'd hate for it to happen because I despise them with a passion. But say like United won the league, I'd like the it would there would be so much more of like an emotional reaction to that. Yeah. Or like or like when Liverpool like won it, or like or like when Leicester won it, or something like that. When you had a good yeah. old like, fairy tale like West Ham won it this just, year. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine just go on unbeaten run till the end of the season, absolutely clobber City. But, uh, but like, that's yeah. the thing you expect City to win it, isn't it? You yeah, know, it's you just, expect them just, to do well. I don't. I just the one thing that I'm scared of is the idea that like the Premier League will just turn into a Bundesliga, where you'll just have a Bayern Munich winning it every single year, and like it won't. It won't be that shit, but I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. More on what do you think about Arsenal's actual performance? Because I actually missed this game, but as as it turns out, I don't think I actually missed much. I'm not sure you got. I think City had a quite a lot of chances, and it could it got to a point where you guys could have got back in the game but didn't really take the opportunity. Am I right in thinking that? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, you know, the one shot we had on target was like a like teeny from like 35, 40 yards and it, it was straight to the keeper. That's the one shot we had on target the whole the whole game. Like, other than that, it was Saka and Tini doing everything across the left and then, you know, um, and not much else, you know, creativity. Odegaard didn't have his, you know, didn't have an amazing game. Aubameyang, I didn't even know he was playing. He, man, man, like Casper the fucking ghost. That guy stinks of shit. Wow. Um, but um, you know, like, you, City probably could have won that game by a lot more. Like when I saw Pep wearing a hoodie, like you know how he's he's normally got his nice little turtleneck. You know he's looking nice and suave, nice and you know very fashionable. Man turned up in a hoodie and tracksuit. He didn't give a fuck. He knew he could beat Arsenal with his eyes closed. Like, you know, I don't. It is what it is, but you know, I don't expect anything less. It's than just it's the oozing, games. it's the oozing confidence of a team that's just gone on such a like a long winning streak. Like, Literally. I think, I think was it was it? I think it was the Arsenal game, wasn't it? Or was it? It might have been the game before where they like well they they didn't necessarily play amazingly, but because of that confidence they already had, they didn't need to, and it still looked like a comfortable victory. Like. It's just terrifying what like something like this can do to a team where they've won so many games in a row. Yeah. 
And that's the thing, I mean, they didn't even play a guy like Foden or something who is, you know, the hottest shit in the Premier League at the moment, you know, like, I mean, they didn't even bring him on the pitch and, you know, imagine if he was, they played kind of, and like, you know, this ain't no discredit to De Bruyne, but obviously just coming back from six weeks off, looking a bit sluggish, not as sharp, you know, if they played Foden there, that game would have been 8-0. I mean, yeah, I I try and, you're... Pretty, you're a bit like me, Tom. You're a bit negative when it comes to your own team. I will say this, no, but realistic. Yeah, I mean that's what, that's how I see it as well. But people call me a negative, so I'm just you know going with that. You guys, yeah. you know, it's been a tough year for you. You know what? It's funny. I was going to be positive, but I actually can't think of any. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but now nah, listen, your goal difference is positive. Um, oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. No, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but now, nah, listen. It was a really tough game. I don't think. I think a lot of your losses this 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 year have been down to some unfortunate circumstances. You guys have still got some potential to put it together. It's just it needs to happen sooner rather than later. Because even the Arsenal board, who aren't nowhere near as ruthless as say a Chelsea, they're not no. going to be patient with Arteta forever. Because the results right now hasn't. I mean, I don't think you've really improved at all. I know you won an FA Cup, which obviously is great in its own right, but. Mm-hmm. It hasn't really improved since Emery, and that's a bit crazy. I, 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 I don't really know. Um, no, you're not. You're not wrong, but I feel like you know there there is an argument that could be made that maybe Arteta's tactics would work, you know, because he does try to play a nice expansive attacking you know side of football. Although the counter attack does work a lot and it's quite effective, I'm not sure why we don't use it a lot more. But um, you know, he tries to play expansive attacking, you know. Barcelona fucking 2010-11, you know, football, like, I don't know what he's trying to do, but, I mean, you could argue that maybe if he gets the players that he wants, maybe, you know, we can get, maybe we'll be in a better position, but, I mean, this guy's talking about getting rid of fucking Saliba and signing Patrick Van Arnholt, and, like, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Are you, what are you talking about? (laughs) You, you baffed fucking guy, stop, get out. (laughs) Like, but I mean, sacking him won't make a difference, in my opinion. I don't think it'll make a difference. Oh, to yeah, be fair, there's that. a positive. Um, there's a positive thing I've just thought of. Um, and William Saliba has actually um, recorded more people playing themselves in a changing room than Liverpool have scored goals this season. <laughs> so there, there's something there. <laughs> we love that. We, I'm all for. I'm all for that. And yeah, I really am. Um, not recording people playing themselves. A lot of, yeah. yeah, you know what I meant. Um, <laughs> I reckon we should talk about uh, Chelsea against Southampton because um, obviously we, me and me and Andy are big Chelsea fans and obviously Mike being a big mm. Southampton fan. Um, you, uh, yeah, what did you think of the game, Mike, first of all? Oh, I'm happy with it, you know, I'll, t- I'll take 1-1 against Chelsea, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. I don't, I don't even know if we deserve to get a point out of that game. Um, so yeah, 1-1 I think is good for me. Um I'm happy with it, mate. Minamino looking really good. He scored a great goal. He's looking, yeah, he's looking really good, isn't he? The two games he's played, I think he's scored in both of them in the Premier League. So that's a great loan pick. Ah, enough Liverpool. Yeah, enough Liverpool talk. Yeah. We, we got some great friends of the podcast listening who are Liverpool fans. We don't want to alienate. It's, alienate it's a great them. loan pickup, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if Southampton season will get like back to what it was at the start because that's way too high of an expectation. But I do want to finish between like 12th and 8th, sort of thing. Just yeah, mid table. 
Nah, for sure. I mean, I think that's very doable. You could potentially aim higher than that, but I understand why you're why you're saying that. Jemmy, did you manage to watch the game, and did what did you think of the performance in general? See, I I catch every single game. However, that my sleep schedule is so catastrophic right now. I actually woke up and the game had ended. Ah, um, we, uh, but this was. I remember then looking. I remember then going on Twitter and being like, "Oh shit, the game was on," and then <laughs> seeing it was one all and being like, "Oh Christ!" But yeah. I mean. It seems right now, just for the general consensus of the last few games anyway, that it, right now, like, A, the defence that we've got set up, um, like, it's working for now using kind of like these, like, 2018 players. Um, like, it's kind of like using a, using a, um, using a, like a five at the back or like a technically a three at the back with like two wing backs. It does work to an extent. Like, obviously, you're getting like, the best out of Marcus Alonso, even though apparently he didn't have the best game. Um, yeah. I like I, it's it's very interesting because right now, like again with games and stuff that we'd be scoring very high in if like when Lampard was here and whatnot uh, towards the beginning of the season. Like it's now, though like, we haven't won more than like a two goal margin with with Tuchel. I'm wondering if he's going to need more time to actually figure out how to like get the best out of. Um, like all of the attackers and whatnot. Yeah, no, I I I, I sort of agree agree with you there. I, my my take is a bit more harsh than yours. I think you're you're a bit more glass half full on Chelsea than I am. What I will say is, the the three at the back has sort of worked um, in in the in the fact that we got results. But I, what I don't understand is playing a formation that limits our attack in order yeah. to accommodate already. And I'm just going to say it because that's my opinion. You can disagree if you want. Bad footballers. Uh, Marco Alonso is not good. Jorginho is okay if on on his day. Uh, Timo Werner is not good at football. Uh, I made a I made a statement last week that you know he's he's trying hard and he's doing well. That please try and convince me that guy can do more than five keepy ups. I don't think he can. Um, <laughs> the guy, everything, every every time I watch him, I'm like, it's like he's he's just he like he's got something there, but he, he's never actually played football before. He's just trying to learn it on the spin. It's crazy. Um, Rudiger is playing every week. I, I know he wasn't bad. We played Zuma in the middle of a back three. I don't understand how that's ever going to work. Zuma I, doesn't work in a back three. It doesn't. Not in the middle of a back three. Yeah, not, definitely 100. That's the thing. We've got so many players, so many good players who don't work in that system. Reese James isn't a wing back. Um, well, it is literally, it is literally just a short-term fix for what's going on. I, at the moment. Well, I hope so, but we don't know that because he hasn't tried anything else yet. And well, we, that's we, that's what I'm getting from it, just because he's using so many of these like fringe players. But I we've installed this idea that this, this manager is oh, he's so adaptable; he'll change the system at any given time. I mean, that is one thing that I've been like, cri like thinking a bit critically about as well. Like, he's I've, just, been, I've been told, I've been told that, and so many people are sort of pushing that narrative. But he's played one hmm. formation. Apart from against Barnsley, where he switched up to four three three, but I mean that's pretty yeah. low risk for playing a championship side. And even then, we didn't play well until we switched to four at the back. But now, nah, listen, I um, I thought his decision to take Hudson Odoi off after subbing him on was a bit weird. I know he wasn't having the best of games, but if you compare it to the performances of uh, Marcos Alonso, Timo Werner, um, I mean, yeah, from what I heard afterwards, the fact that Marcos Alonso didn't get taken off and replaced by Chilwell, like I, that is very. Like, that's it's, very interesting. It's not, he's not good. You can't convince me. Is anyone who ever thought he was good, go watch tape. I think he's really good. Go watch tape for hours, Mike. You're not allowed on the podcast next week. Um, love, I don't know why, but I'd absolutely love to see, um, like, just the absolute 
shit show that would be putting Marcus Alonso as a winger just for one match. I'd just love to see the chaos that would ensue. It can be much worse I mean, than him playing at the back, to be fair, do you know what I mean? I mean, that's the thing. He has no dis- defensive responsibility in the current formation we play, because it, it is more of a classic three at the back, that, well, a, a three at the back than the classic five at the back with, like, Conte or whatever. Yeah. But that's why I don't understand, like, Rhys James just doesn't really work in there. He's not forward-thinking enough. Like, he passes backwards quite a lot. I love Rhys James. I think he's Reece great. Rhys James is insane at a, in a back four. But, like, he's yeah. not using his full... He's not getting his full potential. Like, I want to... I want to go back to the, the bloody times where, like, we were seeing, like, these this mad link-up of, like... Do, do you remember earlier on in the season where it was, um... Like, it was basically James and Ziyech? And they yeah, were think, they were linking think, up magnificently. I think we got sold a dream by Ziyech against Sheffield United. I don't think he's very good. On when you play in the Eredivisie till till you're 27, that should be a red flag. And we got way too excited from seeing him do some elasticos against some part time. I I don't know. I'm I'm all I'm all for the <laughs> thought essentially of just the whole like. I don't think we will see the full potential of these players until next season, where there's been a full preseason, when there's been kind of like a full integration. Because we've bought so many players, and we've bought like, and there's so many people to try and fit in that, like, I, you sort of knew that from the point where the board was telling Lampard to buy all these players, you could sort of see that he's not going to know what to do. Like, what you call it is his original transfer requests were Chilwell, Tarkovsky, Ziyech, um, and I think that was it. Like yeah, and then the board Rice as well. Oh yeah, and well. That's the other one. Like, and then basically they all just well. went, no, right? You're gonna get, you're gonna get bloody Burner. You're gonna get, you're gonna get Havertz. You're gonna get like all that. Granted, to be fair, Thiago Silva has been an absolute baller. But like, yeah, I think it's so like, annoying that he's injured. Yeah, I think it just that just it's just sort of what happens when you haven't got a full preseason. You've got so many new people trying to integrate. Like, so I, I'm a bit more optimistic than you are. But like I, th- I still think that it's going to be a bit worrisome to the end of the season. I mean, obviously we're going to win the Champions League, <laughs> um, but <laughs> but I mean, like, just I think just I'll be happy with top four this season. I do oh, no. think that I do think that um, I mean, I reckon two do does have it in him um, to like maybe even push a bit higher than that because realistically, like Leicester may just do what they did last season and just absolutely like fall down to like fifth again or something like that. But we, that's um, that's what we're that's what we're clinging on to, isn't it? I think. Yeah. But I will say this: I've been very negative. Sorry to cut you off, Jeremy, but mm. I need to talk about someone. Uh, okay. Mason Mount has been incredible recently. Oh, I love him. He's been great all season, but we've well, apart from when he was playing on the wing under Lampard. But I mean, we've sort of discredited it because you know he always oh, Lampard's son, blah blah blah. He's he's complete. He's completely mm. like disproved that. It's funny under Tuchel because like. Lampard was would always go on in his press conference, and I hated this about oh, it's not all about tricks and flicks, blah blah blah. And I'm thinking, you know, let players express themselves a little bit. Mason yeah. Mount's not making people for fun now. Did you see? I don't like he he must have not made like three players in that. I know that's not how you you know how mm. you win games, but it was cool to see. And he's just playing <laughs> with a lot loads of confidence. He looks a bit more like he knows what he's doing in the final third a bit more, which is probably. I think he's just he's just found where he plays well. Like I, you know, I really want to see more of. Um, I really want to see more of the um, like Tammy Abraham up front with Werner and Mount behind. I just feel like that has so much good. Like, I know that I know that Abraham was like shite last match, but I feel like when you get him on his right day, and once yeah. he gets, once he gets more experience in the team, I think that kind of like not front three because it's not like they're going to be wingers, but kind of like 
that one at the top with kind of like two like um, yeah, I know two number eights or something. I think it works so well. Yeah. It's just turning into I, I Chelsea think... fan TV here, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've gone too far on Chelsea. Um, bloody Vern yeah. is here. But yeah. like, no, as as like a, just like a final question to to kind of you boys, like, what did you think about obviously um, Hudson Odoi getting subbed on and then subbed off? Like, are you? I know, like, Alfie, you're a big fan of him. I'm um, very yeah. big fan of him, and as am I. I think you know, he's one of the few kids, you know, English kids in the Prem who just bring something different to the table. You look at him and you go, wow, like, you know, fuck me, he's, you know, he's definitely got something about him, you know, but what did you boys make of that? Me... I think... Oh, yeah, go, go, go ahead first, Alfred. Yeah, well, I didn't like it, um, obviously. Listen, not just... It's fine if you want to send a message and be ruthless, but we haven't... If he was going to be ruthless, he would have never played Kepa. He would have never played, started Rudiger every game after he scored an own goal against Sheffield United. And it's, listen, it's not just scoring an own goal; it's passing the ball into your own net when there's no other threat. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be playing Alonso every game after Alonso being Alonso. Like I understand Alonso's been alright, but this whole ruthless thing—I think he's just trying to force it. Um, did Hudson Odoi play that well? Not really. No, he wasn't great. He was probably probably should have put more effort in, but. He was contributing to our attacking play quite a lot, and our attacking play incre- uh, improved quite a lot when he came on, as it always does when he plays. It's like literally every single time. Um, I think the question you need to ask with that is whether G- Giroud, bringing on Giroud, would have the same amount of impact as Hudson Odoi. And like thinking about it now, I'm like, was it really that decent of a trade-off to like bring on Giroud afterwards? Because obviously he didn't even he- bring on. He brought on Ziyech, which is like is it- oh Ziyech. Sorry, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, but like I think you can tell literally I woke, I woke up and I was like oh god what's going on what's going like what's but um, yeah and no, I think he obviously must have had I, I look at it like he must have had a reason to do it and like I think he's he's established like like after in interviews that he's not like mad with him or anything like he said like oh I still like I still love Callum like everything is like everything's brilliant like i'm still gonna use him in the future like it was just that he wasn't working to my standards tactically and i guess like with like us like fans and stuff maybe we're not able to obviously see absolutely everything that goes on on the pitch maybe there is just certain things that he wasn't doing that needed to be done essentially but at the end of the day it's like was that trade-off really gonna help especially if zx kind of like got a bit of a dip in form right now after obviously like injury and like, all that kind of stuff like i don't like it was the trade-off really like I don't I, I thought it was a bit pointless. I think there's other ways to get your point across, especially with ten minutes to go in the yeah. game to kill someone's confidence like that. But I personally didn't like it. I don't know what you know. Um, mm. We have spoken about Chelsea quite a lot, and as it happens, yeah. we might have to speak about them a bit more because we, should we talk about the Champions League fixtures up, up and coming, boys, or coming up? Yeah, rather. man. Yeah. I'm, we won't start with Chelsea. We'll do, we'll do Chelsea last because you know. It's, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> so, what what are we thinking, boys? Just in general, do you, anyone got like a winner they think is going to come through yet, or is it just a level level playing field? So, from what you've seen, I thought it was cool to see um, Porto beat Juve. I mean, that was interesting. Yeah. I think Juve will come back. Ronaldo always has that second leg in him, but yeah. um, as most most footballers do have two legs actually. But um, no, nah, I think I think he'll I think he'll come back. But that was quite cool to see. And then Sevilla Dortmund apparently it was a really good game. I've um, 
I think... No, carry on. Can no. I just say, the two youngsters that played, obviously I was busy tossing off Mbappe last week, or last podcast, and I'm going to do it again. He was ridiculous against Barcelona in that 4-1 win. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But then Haaland as well in the Sevilla game. Yeah. Unmatched as well. Do you know what I mean? These two, these two, as we said last week, wonder kids performing on the big stage sort of thing. Like, they're nothing to be pissed about with. Um... Harland is just a different... Like, Bundesliga tax is a real thing. We've seen it, but I don't think that applies to that guy. I don't think that applies to him, no. I can't, well, no. I can't wait to... I can't... I, it's lovely to see... Uh, it's lovely to see the uh, the kid just uh, show himself off before he uh, obviously inevitably comes to Chelsea. Uh, without. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> <laughs> only we could fuck that up. Only Chelsea. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, shout shout out to Jadon Sancho, though, for oh. his best oh, German yeah. impression. Oh my god, that's so funny. There's like a, that, there's a good he's couple of interviews out. he's done that in. Exactly, exactly. He's he, so he balling out. No cap, he be balling. But I my favourite favorite one of mm. that is, have you heard Joey Barton put on the French Joey accent? Bar- <laughs> yes, that's incredible. Oh my god. <laughs> when he was Marseille, wasn't he? At the time? Yeah, yeah. and, uh, and uh, you know, David Moyes was... Um, was he's in Spain, at Sociedad. Dad. Hello, I'm Andy. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Lazio Bayern. I think we all agree that Bayern are going to go through that leg because they're ridiculous. Yeah, they're not doing too well though. Yeah, but that's not pissed about. It's Bayern. You'd, you'd, you'd expect them to win. You'd expect them to win. Um, Madrid Atlanta. Anybody think Madrid could get knocked out by more? Is there? I think. I think. Hundred percent. I want hundred percent. Dangerous, dangerous team. Do Real shaky? Yeah. Like. Especially Champions League-wise, they've been absolutely all over the place. They've not been so. amazing. They've been a lot better second half of the season type of thing. Like In yeah. the Liga, they've been picking up results and stuff. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Atlanta lost um, uh, one of their like really good players. I can't remember his name I'm now. Gonna, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they, obviously yeah. he went and, you know, that's a big loss for them. But I'm, I still think there is a big possibility they Do could Van get Do Vanta still a brick shithouse up top who's going to be doing the job? Do you know what I mean? What a man. It's incredible. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I, th- I think that they could give them a run for their money for sure. They, they just have such a cool attacking system um, they've got going on over there. Um, City Gladbach anybody think that Gladbach could do over City or as we said earlier City are just too good I would I would love to see that I would love to see it but like I, I'm, I'm fearing that they're going to get a fucking like quadruple like this season no I like, think it's City will collapse in the Champions League it's, it's, it's when not if for me um, it won't be this it won't be this round so, it'll be final or semis yeah, yeah. I do hope so um, I, know, I know I know all about crumbling after a semi so it's just it will be tough <laughs> to see that but um, but um, hopefully you know, yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't even have a line after that. That's all I wanted to say. Just, all you um, just to let people know you crumble after a semi. Yep, apparently so. Great advert for the podcast. There. Um, theme song and credits start playing. That was... Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then Atletico Chelsea. We'll get to that now. I think Atletico are going to do you over. Sorry, I just yeah, do. I'm, I'm going two now. Atletico. Simeone is. I, I would have said the same thing to be honest, oh. but. I mean, recently they they've been a bit sus and like they've yeah, they've won. They've, you know, they've not lost their last four games. We we're, we're we're a charity club, you know. If if you've lost if you've lost five in a row, you want to play us. See, Arsenal did it. Arsenal came. They they had lost five. <laughs> They're like, oh, we got Chelsea next. Calm. That's a good point. It's a good point. Robin Hood, True. FC. Though to be fair, Arteta in that game basically just literally went right. Okay, we're just going to play all the youngsters, and then the youngsters just did a madness. And then just bored out. 
absolutely. That's amazing. what I'll, that's what you know. That's what Halen brings. I do. I I've got. <laughs> I do have confidence that we could actually get something from this game. Like I don't. I think it's way too close to call in my opinion, just because, like, I don't know. They they're missing like I think three key players at the moment. Um, yeah. One of them being fucking um, what's his face? Um, no, it's not Jimenez. He, no, it is Jimenez. Jimenez is, is it? Injured, yeah. No, yeah, it is Jimenez. I was thinking of the fucking Wolves guy. Um, Raul. But Raul Jimenez. Um, but no, yeah, so I think... I don't know. I, I, I think it's just way too close to call. Obviously, I'm I'm hoping for a 7-0 battering. Um, but, you know, <laughs> it's not obviously... Obviously, we're not going to... I'd just be very interested to see what Tuchel will do in the Champions League. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping he doesn't just go all out for experience just because it's a Champions League game. I hope he plays some of the Cobham boys. Hope Mount. Yeah. Hope the Doy. I, I. I don't know if he'll play Hudson Doy after the debacle, but he says he's in for contention because uh, I really yeah. want to see guys like Mount potentially Reese James. Although I'm not really sure the formation is for him. Just have a big performance in the Champions League. Get more an Andrew and start. <laughs> <laughs> play bloody Lewis Bateman midfield. Nah, I don't know. But um, I thought it would be cool because I mean last year against Bayern it was just never really going to happen. Um, yeah. The team just wasn't good enough. Bayern were too good. This year it's a bit more of a level playing field, but yeah, I can't see us winning. Um, so Simeone just sits back, doesn't he? And I don't think Werner's going to be absolutely no use to you whatsoever in that game. He's not okay. No, I'll, no, I'll, not, I'll not, not in that time. Not in that time. As a bold prediction, Mike, because he hasn't been effective for us since he started. So you're not really predicting much there. No, I don't know. I, don't know. I think I think Werner's been putting in like, especially the last two games, he's been um, like like putting in like decent shifts i can see it's an upwards trajectory like that i can see with him <laughs> maybe but but it, have, it can, it can only be yeah, oh, yeah. it can only be upwards from here when you when you you play minecraft right when you hit bedrock you can't go any further down that's where he is right now <laughs> he's he's digging without a pickaxe <laughs> trying to get through <laughs> free stone free stuff free he's free verna free me what do you mean <laughs> oh i still anyway. have I'd, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this because I said it to you the other day, Alf, and yeah, I mean this. I'd rather have Vernon than Aubameyang. Oh, get a grip, man! I'm a, no, I'm a neutral no. fan here. I wouldn't have it, mate. Have a day off. You're, the podcast is. Hey, hey, he said hey, it. Hey, hey, your three-match three bands are stacking up. It's actually crazy. <laughs> yeah, Tommy, you, you're never gonna appear on the podcast again if you're not careful. Mate. You're very close. <laughs> this <Yeah>. is bullshit. <laughs> seriously disappears. We spoke about positive PR before this podcast. That's the most offensive thing I've ever heard anyone say. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I think we, we'll end it on we'll, we'll end that on football. I think we had a good chat about that. Um, boys, uh, what, I, what I do want to talk about is soon things are opening back up. Life might be getting a bit back to normal. Are we excited mm. for that? I know that. I'm yeah, very I know that Andrew is his birthday's on the twenty fourth, so he's three days. Three days. I can I can have an absolute piss up for my birthday in oh, complete public. Cool. Brilliant. Buzzing. I found out about the news and I was just um, uh, me and one of my housemates. We were just running around the fucking house, just going, "We're winning the Euros! Come on!" <laughs> One thing I want is, is mm. waiting for a, for a trim for another two months is rough, and waiting to oh, go to the gym. The gym until April. I'm not particularly looking for at least April, by the way. Um, oh, Andrew, you can't yeah. afford to, but I'd rather I'd rather wait longer as long as this is the last lockdown and. Uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna co- I'm gonna come out of this lockdown. Um, a new man. Uh, a, yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna come out. You know, I don't want to say I've 
I don't want to say this. I don't want to say I've glowed up, but I think I've improved uh, overall as so a, you've as a human. No, you can back yourself. You can back yourself, man. Nah, I, don't, I can back myself. But I don't want to just sound like a prick, you know. Um, which I do up. anyway. But I think I've, I think I've, I'll come out, uh, come out, you know, ready. Let's let's say that when clubs open, I'm ready. It's 49 days until pubs open as well. Thanks to Dad for telling me that today. He rang me and he was like, "Did you see the new rules? 49 days till I can go to the pub." It's literally. He told first, me that as well. He rang me before. He the first things that Dad said, said to well. me were, "49 days till I can go to the pub," and I was like, "Right." Okay. That is just like he's just the kind of guy to have like a countdown on his phone, like for something like that, and we love him for it. It's brilliant. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, sorry to be a typical, oh yeah, go to the gym, but I think me and me and Tom maybe are more looking forward to the gym opening than anything else. But actually, yeah. maybe a trim for me, personally, because my haircut is oh. rough. I've got, there's a, oh. the place that I, the place that I live, right, comes with, like, oh, we pay for the rent here, and then, because it's, like, technically next to, like, it's part of an estate with, like, flats and stuff, we have access to a swimming pool, a gym, and a sauna, and we haven't been able to access them since we've moved here, because obviously COVID, so I cannot wait for those to open again. Sit in the sauna. Yeah, I'm right. I'm have to move yeah. in with you. Sauna Sundays with boys. <laughs> As we're coining it. Everyone get a large thing of chocolate milk and sit in there. You know. Yeah, exactly. Sweat nice. out anything that isn't chocolate milkshake. Evan. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, that sounds. That's, that's the dream. What Tom? What are you most looking forward to, man? Because well, I can't I'm, wait for the. I can't wait for the gym to open, man. Because, yeah. I mean. The, the gym, getting a trim, oh my goodness. I I'm mean, going to do both on the same day, man. I'm going the whole hog. 100%, 100%. I mean, I can't I can't wait for the gym, man. Get get a big, nice, juicy pump um, in my arms and my chest and, and, you know, my legs. Not what you were thinking, you dirty pig. Um, I was thinking that, bro. I wasn't <laughs> thinking anything, mate. I think it was just you, Tom, just too busy thinking again about... Yeah, anyway. we're enough at listening. Yeah, we we'll still about, about stop putting slander on Tom's name. So I do yeah, feel a bit yeah. bad. No, I need one week off. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, you need one week of not making stupid comments like, I'd rather have Werner than Aubameyang. I mean, you just have a good... Oh, fuck it. Oh, that's Tom, not I a stupid comment. Have, have you seen this fucking bum, Aubameyang? He stinks! Alright, 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 Tom. Chill out, man. Lockdown is no, over. No, man, I need help. I'd... You're moaning about Werner, bro. This guy, Aubameyang. He fucking smells. Uh, listen, he stinks. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't be close enough to him in the current government guidelines to be smelling him anyway. I, uh, I can smell Vern from my TV. Um, but now I, I can't wait for everything to open up, man. Go out, go out with the boys. Hopefully, like um, hotels and that and stuff soon. Because my mum said for my birthday she was planning on getting a B and B somewhere, so I can have mm -hmm. the boys. So at some point, boys, we're gonna boys, do this. boys. Uh, yeah, I'm gassed with that. There'll be no girls there, obviously, because I mean it's me. Um, <laughs> Tom can just think. <laughs> right, never mind. Um, um, yeah, I mean that's that's a great way to end it there, just on my crippling fear of women. But in all seriousness, it's been a fun podcast. We spoke about um, we spoke about uh, Jemmy's sort of music career up and coming, the UKG scene. We're, we're, I'm excited for you, man. Yeah, Everything's yeah, yeah. going really well. It's cool to see how far you've come, and oh, especially you know any. Any brother of Mike is a brother of mine. So you know, hey, there we go. Now, but it's it's cool. It's cool to see. It's been really fun having you on, mate. Um, no, I've had fun, man. Yeah, do you want to just quickly plug your socials and just uh, yeah? Uh, Jemmy at Jemmy Tunes on all the socials. Uh, G E M I and Tunes. Um, yeah, literally everything. Um, obviously, me and Tom will start that OnlyFans soon. Just keep keep your eyes out on the uh, on the horizon for that one. Yeah. Thanks. 
Jesus. Right. Can't wait. Uh, it's been lovely speaking to you all. I think it's time to go now, so I shall see everyone in a bit. Yeah, boys. It's been a great one. See you later. Cheers, boys. Yeah.